0: Hey, welcome to the Walk On podcast, a podcast to help you take your next step in your faith journey with Jesus. I'm Brent Faulkner. Wouldn't it have been great to be a disciple and be with Jesus? I mean, if Jesus is who the Bible says he is, and if he did all that the Bible said he did, how amazing would it have been to have a front row seat to all of that action? To see the healings, to hear the teachings, and just, and just to be with Jesus. You know, sometimes I think that this life of faith would be so much easier if Jesus were right here. If I could see Jesus and if, if I could interact with him, if I could talk with him, then my doubts would be answered, my worries would cease, right? Wouldn't it be so much better if Jesus could be here with us? Well, Jesus doesn't think so. In John 16, 7, Jesus is talking to his disciples and telling them all the things that are going to be happening. And then he says, but in fact, it is best for you that I go away. How could it be best for them if Jesus leaves them? He goes on to say, because if I don't, the Holy Spirit won't come. But if I do go away, then I will send him to you. You know, as you look at the flow of scripture, you see God taking step after step closer to his creation. So in Exodus, after God leads the Israelites into freedom from Egypt, God shows up as a cloud in the sky and a pillar of fire at night, leading them where they need to go, a visible presence to them. And then when they built the tabernacle that pillar of fire and that cloud would settle over it, letting them know that God's presence is with them in the middle of their camp. And similarly, in the temple, God's manifest presence filled the, the Holy of Holies in the center of that temple. But yet there was always this sense of separation. A giant curtain separated the people from God. They knew he was there. There was a visible, tangible presence, but there also was this separation. But then God took another step closer to his creation with the incarnation, Jesus, the word made flesh, the fullness of God in a human body. And now you could touch God and share a meal with God and interact with God a step closer to his creation. But after the crucifixion and the resurrection, Jesus then ascends into heaven, leaving his disciples. But right before Jesus ascends, he says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes to you, and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere. And Jesus ascends into heaven and leaves his disciples, pondering what those words meant. And ten days later, the disciples are gathered to celebrate a Jewish feast, and there is a wind that blows through and then a fire that settles over each of their heads as they are filled with the Holy Spirit. Fire settling over them, just like God did when he filled the tabernacle with his presence. But this time, it's not a single location that holds God's presence. It's now every follower of his. The Apostle Paul understood this and the meaning of this, and he connected the dots and he said, "You yourselves." now are God's temple, and the Spirit of God lives in you. So no longer does a tabernacle or a temple in one single location house the presence of God, but now all of his followers are collectively God's temple, the temple of the Holy Spirit. And likewise, when the early Christians understood that while the person of Jesus is in heaven, that his body still remains collectively through the church and paul understands this as well he says that we are christ's body each of us together make up the the body of christ and now we are his hands and his feet and his representatives to the world around us so don't miss this don't miss this progression we think seeing a pillar of fire in the sky would be a miraculous sign we think that if we could just witness Jesus healing someone or just be in his presence to talk with him, then then it would be this miraculous moment that would strengthen our faith. But don't miss the reality of what the biblical writers are trying to connect the dots to help us understand. The very spirit of the living God is among us, is in us, working in us, working through us. So we are no longer separated from God. He is intimately a part of who we are. The Spirit of God is within you. And that Spirit works in us in all kinds of different ways. Titus 3 tells us that the Holy Spirit gives us the ability to even believe. Um, The Gospel of John tells us that the Holy Spirit will teach us and will lead us into all truth and give us the strength and the power we need to follow that truth. Galatians 5 tells us that the Holy Spirit will work in us to give us all that we need to produce a godly life, to produce the fruits of the Spirit. We're told in 1 Corinthians 12 that the Holy Spirit gives us the power to make a difference in our communities, to, to be able to have Gifts and abilities placed inside of us to use to serve and to build up the church. In Acts 1.8, it says that the Holy Spirit will give us the power to be a witness. To simply tell what we've seen and what we've heard so that our life and our words point to the glory of God and the presence of the Spirit within us. And that Holy Spirit inside of us is what makes An intimate relationship with God possible. God is within us, leading us, guiding us, comforting us, empowering us to live the kind of life He originally created us to live. And so if the Holy Spirit is available to us and in us and among us, and if the Spirit gives us the ability and power to do all those things, you may be asking, Why don't I experience that? I think the Spirit of God is often a still, small voice in our life. And we have so many other voices and so many other noises drowning it out. And if you're like me, there are many times of my day that I go just from activity to activity, from voice to voice, from noise to noise, from input to input to input, and I never stop and pause and listen. The Holy Spirit does not force itself upon you. It waits for you to surrender, which is hard to do because we're so used to working hard to control everything We're so used to living life in our own strength and our own ability. We see that any outcome is equivalent to the amount of effort that we put in. And so we grit our teeth and we white knuckle it and we use all of our energy and all of our strength to try to get what we want, to try to do what we want to do and bring about the results that we want to see. And so then when it comes to our faith in Jesus, we take the exact same approach. We work hard to make sure we read our Bible and we work hard to pray and we work hard to serve and we work hard to do these things to position ourselves in such a way to prove our worth to God. When we approach our relationship with God based upon the things that we are going to do for him, the Bible calls that living in the flesh. Living in the flesh can be overt sin. It can be the actions that we take that cause damage to ourselves and our relationships. But it can also be the subtle ways that we try to control situations, manipulate others, the subtle ways that we try to position ourselves in the right ways. And we can do that in our relationship with God. It can become one-sided. We do all this effort all this work trying to get God to bless us and give us what we want. But the Holy Spirit is found in surrender. We don't have to prove our worth. We don't have to work hard to get God to like us more. The very presence of God is within you. We simply have to pause to cut out the noise and the voices and surrender. In Galatians 5, Paul talks about living in the spirit and what it looks like to live uh, a life in spirit, what it looks like to live a life in flesh. Uh, And then he uses this phrase that sticks out to me. Let us then keep in step with the spirit. Keep in step with the spirit. I was in marching band when I was in high school. And a marching band is judged upon how well they play music and how well they march in step to that music. If you've ever seen a good marching band, it's amazing to see them all step together, the same moments. If you've ever seen a bad marching band, you know how someone out of step sticks out like a sore thumb. Listen, God's transformational presence is a song with a rhythm that is unique to any other rhythm of the world. And as you seek Jesus and learn to hear his voice, you'll hear the rhythm of the Holy Spirit and you will experience God's presence within you and power to help you believe and to know truth and to change the way you live and to be a witness. And most importantly, you will experience God's presence in you, As you learn to hear the rhythm of God's song and you surrender to that, you begin to walk in step with his presence in your life. So let's take a moment to ponder these things and to allow God to speak to us in a moment of imaginative prayer. Take a few deep breaths as you focus your mind and your heart on God's presence within you. Imagine you're walking down a busy city block. Cars are driving down the street, other pedestrians pass. Chaotic city noise fills your ears. But as you walk, you hear faint music. Where's it coming from? It's not coming from the buildings. It's not coming from the cars on the street. It's not coming from the other people around you on the sidewalk, it's closer than that. It's faint, but it's there. You realize that the music is playing from headphones draped around your neck. You had forgotten, you started your day listening to music, but in the hustle and bustle of the day, you'd stopped listening and you didn't even realize that the music was still playing. You put on the headphones. The music becomes clear, overcoming the city noise. The music is calming and freeing. It's the rhythm of the Holy Spirit. Do you hear it? As you listen, you begin to realize that your pace has changed and you find yourself walking to the rhythm of the music, the rhythm of God's spirit. And even though others are walking on the sidewalk too, your steps are different somehow, a unique rhythm of light and love. And you think to yourself, I don't know why I wasn't listening to this earlier. I wish everyone could hear this song. May God give you ears to hear the rhythm of God's spirit may you come to realize that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit and that God's presence dwells in you and you are never alone and it's never just up to you. God is with you.